Hello everyone, welcome back to episode three of Casual Legend and boy, what a crazy week in Hearthstone we have had. We have had a expansion announced and released since our last episode one week ago. And the expansion was released just two days after the announcement. So on Tuesdays, we got the uh, official announcement of the Hearthstone Races um, mini set expansion, um, which was basically exactly what we had expected from the prior leaks, um, which is great, both in the pricing structure, the fact that you can get the whole thing for um, 2,000 gold or 15 pounds or $15, uh, 2,000 gold being the equivalent of 20 packs, and you would need roughly 60 packs to get all the new cards in the expansion, including the four legendaries. Um, this is such a great deal. That's exactly how I bought it. I used some of that sweet, sweet um, gold that we've been earning from the new and improved now rewards track to pick up all of the new cards. Um, and they revealed these cards so, so, so quickly. Um, the way they did it was they announced it and then they revealed, uh, was it like three or four cards every hour on Twitter until the whole set was done. And this is interesting because we've been used to, you know, learning about a few cards um, uh, every week, being from different people in the community, and then the final big dump on the the live stream, the theory crafting kind of live stream where they have a personality and and we get to see the rest of the cards, which is uh, something we didn't get this time. I don't know if that's because obviously the US uh, presidential inauguration was on the Wednesday when I guess they would have had to do it if they didn't want to do it on the Tuesday night or if they just felt like um, they didn't need to do it for the mini set and there wasn't enough time. But I guess uh, the, the thing is, I think this led to the decks that people were playing, especially when the expansion launched on the Thursday and Friday for the first couple of days, being significantly less well refined. We saw lots of experiments, lots of people trying new things, trying different things. And I thought that it led to a really interesting um, period of exploration, which we don't necessarily get because like I said, you know, we watched someone um, from the community playing on the Blizzard stream with some decks that at least the Blizzard um, developers and playtesters thinks will be relatively strong, even if they're not the strongest ones. And, uh, you know, we get the cards weeks and weeks and months before, well, from like a month out of when the expansion launches. And so that allows a, a massive amount of theory crafting to be done. And we saw that especially with Soul Demon Hunter, where the deck was essentially figured out before the expansion even launched. And obviously it was incredibly strong and it still is incredibly strong in basically the same form. But we definitely didn't get that. And I've seen so many different decks. I've been playing at around six to 7,000 legend at the moment, which I know is not great, but um, I've dropped down quite a bit trying out some of the new decks, which I don't necessarily regret. I think it's really important to remember that Hearthstone is uh, a game and that games are supposed to be fun. Um, and part of that is trying new decks and figuring out um, whether or not any of the new cards are good. And some of them are really good. Um, 
overall i think that it's a really good expansion i like lots of the new cards i think they're really good um, some of them are possibly too powerful and so i think we'll definitely see some nerfs in both standard and probably and definitely in wild as well um, with some of the problems that that community is having um, with some with some game arguably game breaking interactions uh, and so you know a good expansion and for a great price as well that feels really 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 nice and the cards are pretty strong so you know if you haven't already i would definitely go ahead and get it for that that 2000 gold mark it's the best use of gold in my opinion and i think um, a lot of people would cooperate that uh, i think there's no way um that you're going to get a better use of gold and hopefully this means that this will be the standard for mini sets going forward because i don't mind um you know buying more packs or paying more um and having more like cards to get during the year but you know if we can make it slightly more affordable especially a great use of the gold that we're collecting um a more efficient use of our gold than just buying and opening packs that seems like a great thing to me and i don't know whether or not blizzard had always thought that they wanted to do something like this and sell it for 2000 gold or whether or not it was a response to lots of the community feedback around the problems with the reward track and Hearthstone being really expensive but either way I th the fact that they've done it now means it's going to be very very difficult if not impossible for them to go back on what they've done this is this is essentially set a precedent set a standard for what we'll get when it comes to mini sets and I think that is absolutely excellent so no complaints here on my um, behalf thank you Blizzard for what could be at least a few years of really interesting, really good value mini sets, allowing free to play players to get some of the strongest cards um, in the game rather easily, um, cheaper than uh, the previous mini set kind of um, narrative led expansions. This is 800 gold less than they were for slightly more cards as well, um, which is great. Good job, Blizzard, on the pricing. The cards themselves. Some of them are really interesting, some of them are not good, some of them are interesting, some of them are really good. And I think I'm just going to tie this straight into kind of what I've experienced in the meta and what I've been playing, because I've been trying to play around with some of the new cards as much as is possible. So we, I think a lot of people agree, myself included, that the strongest deck at the moment by far um, is now Aggro Rogue, especially with the poisonous nitro boost i think it is it's the one mana um give your weapon plus one attack corrupted uh also give it to a minion which is insane that's at least one mana deal for damage and it's very often more than that especially because these rogues are now almost all of them running um self-sharpening sword as well which means that you can probably get off three um, minimum if not four attacks so then you're looking at like six to eight no sorry yeah six to eight damage no yeah six eight or ten damage depending on whether or not you've got a minion in play um for a one mana card which is obviously insane um and it means that you take so much damage 
from self-sharpening sword and it doesn't really matter at this point what stuff they have on the board and um, whether or not they manage to draw some of the stealth minions and get that going um, even if they only get a couple of minion attacks in um, throughout the whole of the game the strength of the self-sharpening sword along with um, the poisonous nitro abuse is just insane it's so obnoxious to play against um, and it's kind of really oppressive at the moment I don't know exactly what the stats are but I can imagine that it's one of the most popular decks and one of the highest win rates decks at least um, from my anecdotal play the other class that I think is doing really well is warrior just in general because warrior has a pretty decent matchup into Rogue, the best of any, although it's still not um, great from my experiments. Um, and so we see a lot of Warrior of many different archetypes trying to deal with the uh, this stealth aggro um, weapon Rogue that is becoming really, really oppressive. And we'll have to see if um, we go back to having more weapon tech. Um, I've already seen a few people running um, uh, double swampoos um, to get rid of some of those weapons so we'll have to see how much that plays into it um, but I haven't seen that uh, massive prevalence yet although the rogue deck definitely is at a very high prevalence um, and then everything else is kind of not super popular it's very strange because we were seeing the rise of um, zoo discard warlock and that I've barely, I literally can't even say that I've played it, maybe I've played into it maybe once or twice um, in the last three days since the new expansion hit. Um, and there's definitely um, very, very, very little Galakrond. Paladin is something that I have been playing. Um, I am really, really, really hot on the new Librem that they got. The, I think it's the nine mana... 5-3 weapon corrupt deal, corrupted lifesteal um, it's great, it's a Librium you can discount it um, it gives Paladin a genuine way of closing and it also gives that deck more heals which makes the matchup into something like Bong Warrior um, slightly better and means that you're generally at full life even more when you come up against things like ETC, if you make it to playing it against a Rogue, which you're generally not at the moment, I guess that's more healing as well um, and it provides a finisher against the kind of uh, other control decks that don't run heavy taunt. Um, it's great, you know, it's just great. It's like 15 damage, 15 healing. Um, normally I find myself playing it for about um, between either five or seven mana, uh, which is great for a 5-3 lifesteal weapon. Uh, and you know, when you discount it, it makes it easier to corrupt as well. Overall, great card, really interesting design. And I've just, basically running the same list as I was at the, the same Librium Paladin list that I was before, except I'm swapping out um, the Hammer of the Naros, I was running two, and so I'm swapping those out for the new um, Paladin weapon. It's good, good fun, good stuff. Can recommend if you uh, are not totally sick of playing um, either Pure or Broom Paladin, go ahead, try that one out. Um, I've had pretty good success with it. It fares okay into Rogue. The matchup into the Warrior is tough, but it's definitely winnable if you play it slightly more aggressively. Um, but the Rogue matchup 
is winnable, but it's not amazing. It's that being said, nothing has an amazing uh, win rate into this new, um, I'd argue, overpowered rogue. So we'll see um, if there are any balance changes to that in the future. What else have I been playing? Not much else. I tried a little bit of Priest with Rally, um, and that feels great when it works and it doesn't do anything most of the time though, um, which is kind of what I expected. So we'll have to see if a slightly more refined list than what I was playing come, can, um, uh, can be made. Um, I've played a little bit of Highlander Druid, um, which is still bad, still bad really bad. The only deck I'm really excited to try out that is marginally new is going back and playing some Galakrond Warlock with their new legendary, the 6 mana 5-4 that has Death Rattle shuffle three um, prime legendary minions into your deck. I've seen that quite a bit um, and so I'm intrigued to see how strong it is and I'll probably report back on that one next week although I don't hold out much hope um, even though it has a lot of uh, like board clear tools and stuff. The healing um, isn't there at all, and it can't really afford to life tap in the matchup against Rogue. And I think if you don't have a half decent matchup against Rogue at the moment, it's really hard to play um, any decks, genuinely. Um, and, and so that's always a problem. I've tried a little bit of the different control uh, warrior decks with the new spiked wheel weapon the one mana zero two weapon when your hero has armor gain three attack so it's whenever you're playing a control warrior deck it's essentially a one mana three two it's good um especially in the the aggro matchups um but it's so bad when you draw it in the mid to late game um and it messes up corsair cash because you really want to be uh, drawing Anchor or the Bulwark um, with that one. So adding one durability to the Spiked Wheel is really not good. You would never play the Spiked Wheel in the Bong Warrior, for instance. Um, and I, I'm not sure if it has a place in Control Warrior. What might have a, a place in Control Warrior decks could be the Armor uh, Vendor card, the one mana, one, three, give both um, heroes plus four armor. This seems pretty good. It's quite useful, like I say, into Rogue and into the Agro Demon Hunter and Face Hunter um, matchups. So we'll have to see if those are still prevalent. I think if they are, this is something that could be sticking around. If they aren't, then obviously it won't, but that would be a main deterrent. Um, overall, my thoughts on the meta it does seem like rogue is a little bit too strong and so it's kind of warping the meta like we saw from evolve shaman um, before that was nerfed and so it essentially feels to me like there are three two or three types of decks there are aggro there's there's like aggro rogue there's control warrior decks trying to kill the and stop the aggro rogues and then there's everything else which is not especially um, good barring maybe Broom Paladin I think could have a shot at 
being not not really a meta breaker because I don't think anything has a good matchup into Rogue at the moment, but uh, at least a slightly more promising matchup. So hopefully we'll see more from that. But overall, um, good expansion. Good to see the meta shake up. We we'll probably only have another month um, or like or six weeks until the uh, full new expansion comes out, which I'm really excited for. And we see the rotation of a lot of cards which have been problematic recently. So yeah, great expansion. Really happy to have some new interesting cards to play with. So thank you very much, Blizzard, once again, and a great pricing um, model. Let's keep this. Don't go back and uh, really, really, really anger everyone. Now you've given us such an excellent um, way to get all the new cards. Thank you uh, all so much for listening. I think that is all I have to say uh, so far. Um, maybe we'll get a balance change before next time. I doubt that. So we'll probably be talking about some of the other decks that I've been playing and seeing um, exactly how the meta shakes out. And I'll be seeing if I can find something to um, actually have a winning uh, re against Rogue that isn't Rogue itself. Um, so we'll see. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been episode three of Casual Legend. I'll speak to you all next time.